go. Sit back, relax for your edumacation. Hakuna and Orifice are the new sensation. Saying dumb shit and talking queer media. Famous on Tyler Perry social media. Just a couple of gem girls and we say what we please. Welcome to our world, the immortal frenemies. Greetings and salutations and welcome back to your earballs' favorite show, Gem Girls Podcast. I guess we're called that still the Gem Girls Podcast, Immortal Frenemies. Regardless. Who knows? I don't know what we're called. I don't know. What does happen here though? <laughs> your sexy milfs, mummies I like to fuck, Avi, pyramid scheme and raid your tombs and wombs all day or day. <laughs> uh <laughs> we're the womb raider. Lara Croft womb raider. Yeah, we're the womb raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Raiden. We'll we'll put that pussy in a sarcophagus. We're like Indiana Jones. We're raiding that lost ark. Ah, I don't know. Anyways. If that wasn't enough to get you hooked, which, (laughs) honestly, if that was enough to get you hooked, you probably have problems. Anyways, we also, (laughs) also on this show, discuss the 90s TV show Rife with Magical Witchy Nonsense, a.k.a. Charmed. I am Orifice Jones, and I am proof that you don't gotta be swimming in Egypt to be in denial, honey. <laughs> and I'm Hakuna Matitis, and I put the hi in hieroglyphics. And today we are discussing season one, episode 11 of Charmed, entitled Feats of Clay, which, to my surprise, oh, yeah. and to everyone else's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm is not a documentary about how Clay Aiken managed to convince the world for a period of time that he was straight. Okay, first of all, one, did he? <laughs> did he? Yes. Did he? Yes, because, because he had a bunch of fangirls who called themselves Claymates. I, and I am like aware of that. To I am aware of that. And the <laughs> fact that I know that is so twisted. Um... I, yeah, you know what? Whatever. I just also, um, <laughs> what if Clay Aiken came up with his own brand of bacon, like Clayken? Clay Aiken bacon. Clay Aiken. Like Clay I make bacon. it. Like I'm aching for that Clay Aiken bacon. <laughs> I think he should have that line. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, um, I, I'm on board with that. Cool. I would also, start eating bacon again just I, to eat his bacon. Right. Um, last part of this. Are we confirmed that Clay Aiken isn't a stomach worm? Because he kind of looked like... Oh, right. He, like, he kind of looks like... He does look like a tapeworm with He looks eyes. like a tapeworm. We've said this before. Exactly. Mm. Uh, he looks like the, like the the ringworms in Futurama, but like not animated. <laughs> right. I mean, that's also featured in the movie Feats of Clay. Like, if, if Feats of Clay were actually about how Clay Aiken managed to convince the world he was different things, like straight and human. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would be the the gag. That would be the gag. It's like, yeah, everyone already knew you were gay, but it's like, oh, bitch is a worm. Got it. Now you got me in the seats. I'm here. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) He's a gay worm. He's a gay worm. (laughs) Perfect. Most worms are, but whatever. Yeah, actually, I feel that in my bones. I feel it. Yeah, um, yeah. It must be true if I feel it. Anyway, um, according to IMDb, this episode is the one where Phoebe's ex-boyfriend shows up with a stolen and cursed Egyptian urn. Prue tries to save the auction house from bankruptcy, and Piper's witchcraft backfires. 
In broad strokes. In broad strokes. Happens. Everyone a has of, a storyline. A lot of random, yeah, a lot of random subplots. Dude, this episode like, was like a mishmash of like, what's happening? Anyway, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this episode is also the one where a straight up white bitch named Stacy Hyduck. Uh, yeah. Hyduck. Don's <laughs> pharaoh face and parades around as a so-called guardian of the earth because that is a fucking thing. That's a fucking thing. And yes, Stacy Hyduck, the ma- the woman who makes us want to say Stacy, <laughs> why duck? Why? Why you got a duck, Stacy? Um, also, yeah, but, bye, <laughs> also, by duck. duck. Also, yo, that that fucking duck is so high, bro. Duck. Anyways. <laughs> the main reason, though, that we have mad gripes with that high-ass duck is because not only is her, like, weird pseudo-Egyptian getup kind of, like, very offensive to my super woke sensibilities, because I'm, like, a good person. Yes, you're super woke. I'm, like, ma- I'm, like very awake right now. Uh, she is also a terrible <laughs> actress who's arguably given an even worse script, which is true. They were setting her up for failure. Uh, but also, like, maybe yeah. that makes her more iconic, better. Who can say? Uh, actually, though, that's pretty much literally our job. Uh, we do say, and she is iconic, but for all the worst reasons, we will get into it Yes. as of now. Yes, as of now. So... Um, as we said, this you know, as you probably gleaned from our very heavy-handed introduction, <laughs> this is an ancient Egyptian-themed episode. Yes, 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 yes. Which yes, is yes, you yes, know yes. a part of the world we haven't covered yet, even in our gem travel. That is true. Um, you haven't hit tour ancient around the gem Egypt. Sphere, you know? Yeah, I well, okay, well, I feel like everyone loves ancient Egypt. I don't think it's like a hot take, but I love ancient Egypt for like the kind of the hot historical facts that. Uh, I think it was, like, in the 1800s when they first started, like, mm-hmm. excavating a lot of, like, shit. Um, and it was Egypt as well as, you know, parts of the Middle East where they were like, oh. Like, all the white people were like, you guys have been around for, like, a lot longer than we have. And well, you guys, we, yeah. like, know what's up. And our history actually goes back to you. And I just think it's really interesting how, like, the white world had a reckoning that, like, ancient civilization was based in africa right yeah but then they tried to whitewash it anyway oh i mean case in point this motherfucking episode right so yeah i mean let's straight up white bitch like let's let's be honest yeah they didn't try to find a brunette they didn't try to find a brunette (laughs) so context for the listeners at home or boys in wherever france um, I <laughs> sent a message to our girl who couldn't have titties, and I was like, this is Stacey Hyduck. Stacey Hyduck is from Michigan. <laughs> Stacey Hyduck is, like, as white as it gets. She's not even, like, you know, uh, like, Spanish white, or, uh, you can even, I mean, Ukrainian white is, like, not much better, but still. It's, give me, a, like, an ethnic white, as opposed to Michigan, you know? Like... Italian, like Listen. our friend Buffala. <laughs> I didn't want to say Santa it for Maria. <laughs> exactly. I didn't want to say it for obvious reasons, and I want to like keep on the DL that us Italians are racially ambiguous, um, mm-hmm. for my own personal benefit. Right. I mean, it makes you feel good to to hear that 
one person in your life thought you might be mixed race. <laughs> Which Dude, I it's don't such a weird, see, bro. Dude, it's such a I weird. I do not see it. Oh yeah, 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 I don't like. You would need to. I would need to be like. It would need to be high summer. I need to have like five coats of like paint. Um, but I think it's like a weird. It's just a weird thing of among white people. I think in North America particularly. Where there is a flex of like, oh no 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 no, but I'm not that white. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have enough not white in you, enough ethnic in you to be interesting, but not so much as to be threatening and um, you know <laughs> problematic. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're similar enough where it's like, oh yeah, okay, I'm not threatened, but you're dissimilar enough where I'm like, oh, interesting. Right. This, like, honestly takes me back to China when there was a fucking job advertisement that was, like, for kindergarten teachers. Um, no black teachers. Obama skin okay. Whoa. <laughs> that is... I know. Like, kind of fucking hilarious. Uh, but, like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's so That's also interesting that, like, Obama is the threshold. Right. And again, like, as an Obama-skinned individual, <laughs> like, I could feel... <laughs> Listen, I'm only going to refer to you as such. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that Obama-skinned Obama bitch over there? American. <laughs> Obama-skinned American-Canadian. I am literally always yeah. wearing Barack Obama's skin, so... <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, like... Obviously, colorism exists, right? Obviously, like obviously. everyone, exp- it, like it, everyone experiences it or perpetuates it. Um, you know, it's a very real thing. But to just hear it said in those terms so plainly, it was like, holy fuck! Like that's so raw. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Obama skin, okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's get it. But like, okay, like, listen, listen, I'm not done with this yet. But like, Obama is like, he's not that light-skinned, no? It's Oh, come on. Obama's light. I mean, okay, I'm not, it's true. Like, he's light compared to, I don't know, very, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I just feel like he's not much darker than a lot of black people I know. But I guess also you could say he is a lot lighter than a lot of black people I know as well. Yeah. I mean, he's mixed race, right? And he looks mixed. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, yeah. So, Obama skin, okay. Okay, cool. I can put that on my <laughs> grinder profile, right? <laughs> yeah. Put that on your grinder. <laughs> I like no you. fats, no femmes, Obama skinned, okay. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, on so Grinder, that wouldn't even get me canceled. Everyone would be like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, everyone is, like, entitled to their, what they want to put their dick in. You know? Yeah, exactly, um. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, my preference. Anyway. Fuck off. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's talk about this episode of Charmed. <laughs> we really, yeah, 
Yeah, we started going off topic before we even got on topic. Yeah, exactly. So, we were never on that's topic. That's fine. This is we our never, world, baby. We were never on topic. Get into yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, we open to a scene in ancient Egypt where there are these three men who we learn are named Palmer, Wesley, and Clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. titular yeah. Clay. The titular. Um, and they're breaking into some dead dude's house to steal an urn. And while they're doing this, they're kind of talking about, like, the the myth um, surrounding the urn and whether or not there really is a curse. And they're, like, all kind of brushing it off. Yeah, there's something um, about, like, a scorpion. Like, he died on an airplane by a scorpion bite. And they're like, oh, that's super weird. How could that happen? And everyone's like, there are no scorpions around. Let's take the urn. It's worth a bunch of money. Right. So they take the urn and... Um, like, an image of the scorpion on the urn kind of lights up and, like, materializes into some dust and then, like, you know, whatever. And then some bitch, uh, the guardian of the urn. Hi, Duck. Uh, hi, Duck. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Duck. Hey, Duck. Right. And um, she, like, puts a scorpion on, like, one of this guy's neck or body. Um, no, or, no, 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 no. or whatever. I think she didn't know. She, on this one, because she's coming after Wesley, her whole shtick uh, is, like, she'll take, like, the uh, the jewelry of something that she's wearing and it'll manifest into life. So in this instance, she takes, like, a spider ring and then makes a spider appear. And I guess, like, the spider is poisonous. Oh, right, because there's... Yeah, there's a spider... A scorpion and then a cobra. I feel like. Yeah, 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 sure. Right. So, and this is the first of her many, like, very limp, terrible one liners. Because he's like, you're being, she's like, you're being punished for your greed. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Thanks for. And also, (laughs) quote, when he says, whoa, what are you? (laughs) I'm the guardian of the urn. It's like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) I guess that tracks. Right. Yeah, just so flatly stated. <laughs> like, this is not, like, this isn't any, like, sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger um, liner, right? One liner where he's like, I'll be back. Or says something, like, stupid, but it sounds really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what she was going for here. I was like, because I was thinking about it. I was like, are, are you trying to be, like, a, like, a an otherworldly, like, entity of sorts that's, like, very mysterious. I don't know. Listen, the high duck, she, she's probably pretty high when she was ducking this one. <laughs> yeah, but the bar is low for this high duck. Oh! Or she yeah. set the bar low. <laughs> it's, for, it's a low bar. It's a low bar for that high duck, you're right. Real low moment for the high duck. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so um, we come back to San Francisco. We're there in the manor yes. with our sisters, Phoebe, Piper, and Prue. Or maybe Prue's not even in the mix. Regardless, uh, Phoebe is already talking about Clay. I forget, like, how that starts. Um, regardless, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, Clay's going to be in town. And everyone's like, who the fuck is Clay, including us? And then... By exposition, yeah. we learn that Phoebe hooked up with Clay while she was in New York. And this is where. Yes. I want to ask you a question. How long was Phoebe yes. in New York? 
I have no fucking clue. Yeah, how long was Phoebe Maybe in like New York? Maybe like a few years. But also, when and why? Well, she was there before their mom, their aunt, whoever raised them, uh, died, right? And then Grams. they inherited the manor. Grams, right. So I guess she was there for a period of time, just kind of like floating in the wind. Okay, listen. So you know? I jujuled this on um, the jujul. And apparently, mm-hmm. Phoebe was only in New York for six months. She went to New York right after Grams died to, like, find herself for some reason. I think it's retconned later that she, like, tried to find her dad. Whatever. Regardless, she went to New York, had a life and a relationship with Clay, and, like, worked three jobs and a social calendar in the span of six months, and then came back, and now is doing her life. So, like, this Clay thing... One wasn't that wasn't that long ago, and also like what it, it the way they talk about it it makes it seem like it's been years. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I. And also, Clay, it just seems like such a fucking scrub. Oh. And it's so sketchy. And this is where I feel like Phoebe. For me, I just can't take her seriously. And I might actually be kind of team Prue now. Whoa. Because I know, I know, I know, I know. And that's partially because, you know, I've read today that uh, Shannon Doherty, her breast cancer has spread to her bones. So she's, you know. Oh. It made me sad. And I was like, you know what? I actually like Shannon Doherty. Um, and I feel bad for ragging on Prue so much. And um, Phoebe is a fucking idiot. So I don't know why I'm <laughs> taking her side. Okay, listen. It's so I'm clear fine, to me. I'm fine for calling out Phoebe for being an idiot. I draw the line at having sympathy for Shannon Doherty because cancer <laughs> spread to her bones. Cancer be spread to a lot of people's what? bones, all right? Oh my god. It's just like, that doesn't give her a pass. That doesn't give Prue a pass. For Prue or for Shannon Doherty? No, no, no. I actually actually also like Shannon Doherty. I think she's cool. Uh, She's friends with Sarah Michelle Gellar, who I love. So. Yeah. And she was also in Heathers, which is a great movie. Oh, great movie. I feel underrated and not given enough kudos for kind of the cultural impact it had. Like, it set up a lot of things. Like, I don't think Bean Girls would have happened if there wasn't Heathers. Yes. Um, yeah, like, it's it's kind of the, like, a really good um, template for those, like, high school, like, catty high school bitches in, in movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fashion's great, and there's murder. It's great. We love a murder. Love it. Anyway... Clay is clearly up to no good because it's so suspicious that he just, like, appears out of nowhere and, like, pretty much immediately asks Phoebe for a favor. (coughs) Exactly Uh, that. Uh, Because, yeah, he he just appears at their place. Yeah. And basically, like, it doesn't happen in this scene, but it happens pretty soon after. He asks uh, Phoebe to have Prue 
sell the urn as fast as possible. Yeah, Which, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sketchy. Yeah. Because, um, um, yeah, kind of what happens is he comes in, introduces himself, so comes, or comes in out of the blue. Phoebe has, like, a premonition of them, like, hooking up, which was kind of funny. Anyways, and then after that night, the next day, he's literally like, oh, hey, yeah, Phoebe, you know your sister? Could she, like, sell this thing that I got? And, like, I got it super legit styles. Like, don't you worry, honey. Like, I'm on the level. Uh, And it's like, no, Kelly, you're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the worst. Super sketch, but Phoebe is totally blind to this. Oh, she dictatized. Um... Right, and also, I, I like, it's so funny to me how this premonition that she has is of them hooking up when it has, like, no fucking bearing on anything, right? Like, you couldn't have had a premonition about the urn or anything like yeah, that. Like, yeah, it's is, like, oh, you were gonna like, get laid? the worst premonition ever. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's also, like, one of those things, like, you didn't need a premonition to make that happen. Like, if you wanted to have sex with this guy, it, right? it would have been, it would have happened. He's already on your doorstep. You're a cute woman. You could have had sex with him if you wanted to. Exactly. Um, and then you do. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we cut to Quake, where, honestly, the most nonsensical subplot. Oh my god! I love this. Because <laughs> I love this. This is some good shit. Because Piper, Piper is like trying to help. This coworker Doug, who is like helplessly in love with some other bitch named Shelly, but Doug is like <laughs> also so, worst like... names ever. If I ever met a couple <laughs> named Doug and Shelly, be like, can you please get off my screen as immediately? Can you move back to like Utah? Yeah, exactly. Or Oklahoma, Idaho, or where the fuck or you're from, Doug and Shelly, and like. 1980 like please Doug and Shelly I've had enough um, and they have like first cut first choice haircut oh, or something yeah 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 like, yeah yeah like zinc on their uh, nose for no reason <laughs> anyway so yeah Doug is so like torn up over Shelly that he like keeps dropping shit yeah, and like so like breaking glasses or whatever. So I think like he and Shelly had been dating for a long time, and Shelly was like, I'm not gonna date you anymore unless like you agree to marry me. And he is being a pussy about asking her to get married. That was what I understood. Yeah, like he they broke up because. I think it was, they broke up because he didn't want to get married. Yes. And so now every time he sees hers, he fucking, you know, spasms or has a mild seizure and throws <laughs> glass on the floor. <laughs> right. So Piper, like, as the boss or his manager was told that she had to fire him if things didn't get better, I guess. So what she does now is, like, freezes time every time he, like, trips and then, like, saves all the glassware from falling on the ground. And I'm like, why is she, why are you doing this? Just let him go. I mean, yes. <laughs> he seems exhausting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, cut a bitch for being inept and terrible. But also, <laughs> I do appreciate the classic piperness of, like, a, she wants people to succeed. She wants people to do well. 
She's a romantic. She can freeze time. Fine, but that seems... <laughs> that's so unreasonable. Oh, me. I like, Come on. She's already so busy at Quake, and now she's, like, giving herself even more work by, like, freezing him every second. Which, okay, one, we know... To help him out. We know Piper. She'll take mo- on more work for almost no reason. She'll just take it on, because, like, you ask her to. Um, and... She's a good person. So that's like a lethal combination where you're kind of submissive and a good person. Which is why I am neither of those uh, things. Which is why what? I am neither of those things. Yo, you're... <laughs> I mean, I think you're a good person. I mean, when Anubis balances the scales, I'm sure, oh, you know, things will like Anubis. equal out. But... By, like, humanity standards? We'll see. I like how you bring up Anubis in an episode about ancient Egypt. Whoa! Really well placed. I mean, I didn't even mean to do that. It's where my brain goes. Because if anyone's going to judge my heart <laughs> against a feather, it better be a motherfucking jackal person. Anyways. <laughs> jackal. Jackal. I, I love the word jackal. I love the word jackal. <laughs> you pack of jackals. Throwback. To the, to the <laughs> right, girls who the know, they know. Jackal. Hey, shout out Rhea yeah, exactly. from Gem. The one uh, good moment she had. Uh, anyway, so so maybe the world of difference. I know he really did. Uh, so this is this is the episode. Basically, we have three plot lines going. We got <laughs> Piper with fucking uh, not Clay. It's uh, what's his name? Uh, Doug. Doug. Doug and Shelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Piper with Doug and Shells. You got Prue, kind of intermixed with the Clay stuff. And then you have Phoebe and Clay. Mm-hmm. Because as we learned, uh, well, as we already know, the urn is stolen. Oh, no, 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 This is the actual crew subplot. She has to save the auction house. Because Rex and right. Hannah were fucking mm-hmm. not real people and I guess not doing their job <laughs> or whatever, which I love. Uh, and so some stirred-ass bitch from the bank comes in and she's like, oh, Blair. hey, Blair. Price. Claire or Blair? Claire Price. Claire Price, and she's from the bank, so she knows her prices. That makes sense. Um, yes. Claire Price, <laughs> I kind of liked her. I love a stern bitch moment, and I like when... Because, like, Prue's the established stern bitch. I like that, like, an even sterner bitch is like, hey, you think you're stern? I'm gonna stern you out, honey. And then... <laughs> I'm gonna outstern you. Yeah, exactly. And then it was a Howard Stern moment, and then they kind of, like, became right. friends again. <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah, I feel like Hannah was also, she wasn't stern. She was like a petty cunt. Oh, yeah. PC um, all the way. And then Claire is so stern. It's like Prue attracts or butts heads with these types of women. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These fucking bitches. <laughs> um, Which, anyway. Exactly. But I, I also think that like her and Claire have like a budding friendship because they're both like this fucking bitch i'm gonna ruin her i love her so much you know what i mean mm. it's like i want to ruin yeah. you but i also so, want to be your best friend right it's like so me and you basically yes um immortal frenemies exactly right um so <laughs> 
I want to destroy you. I'm going to eat you after. I thought I was the one who wanted to destroy you, but whatever. Okay, you know what? We'll work on that <laughs> and figure out who gets to destroy Mutual you. destruction, I'm fine it with it. It doesn't matter who... It doesn't matter who wants to destroy who. It's like who will, you know? Who has what it takes to do the destroying. <laughs> I I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> I'm already... I'm going to die real early. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. But I think truly... Yes. Where it really matters is, it doesn't matter who kills who. It matters who takes the most casualties along with them. <laughs> is it better to take fewer or better to take more? Duh, more. More is more. <laughs> more is more, especially when it comes to death and innocent <laughs> So true. So- but that being said, though, you do eventually cross the threshold where it stops being tragic. Once, it, once you get to, like, triple-digit deaths, mm-hmm. it's like, oh... Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't it's, even know you, bitch. Exactly. It's like, uh, oh, <laughs> upwards of, like, 90 people? I can't even fathom that in my brain. I don't care. Yeah. I've never known that many. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Claire is basically like, you, this auction house is a mess, and we need to throw an auction tomorrow right. to make, like, $1.2 million dollars. Um, or else we're gonna, like, fold, basically. And Prue is like, that's not how things are done. Like, you can't just throw an auction, like, last minute. And Claire is like, well, I guess you have a lot of work to do then. Loved it. Like, Loved fuck it. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, bitch, not my problem. Out. Yeah, so, during all of this episode, like, Phoebe and Clay are kind of rehashing their relationship. And, like... They allude to, like, Clay, like, not really being, like, the type of man that Phoebe should should have been with. Um, and how Phoebe was right to leave him. It seemed, um, it, it gave the strong impression that, like, Clay was involved with, like, dealing drugs or something. Or, like, something yeah. to that effect. Where, you know, he was trying to make some money really quickly. And Phoebe was probably in that kind of nightlife scene, and Clay, like, did her dirty. Right. And um, basically, he's like, I have this urn that I got from a flea market in ancient Egypt. And if we turn it around. How did he get it in a flea market in ancient Egypt? saying ancient gotta, egypt you're like oh yeah then we went over here in ancient egypt i'm like are we in ancient egypt because i don't think we are it's just egypt, egypt. it's just egypt a- in the ancient world for me egypt isn't a real place <laughs> it's only anyway ancient. i'm sorry egypt <laughs> what a high duck world. that's so high duck on I'm... you wow <laughs> so what high, high duck, duck? <laughs> Hi, Doc. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so we put the urn in Egypt. Just regular Egypt. Overs- regular ass at Egypt. A, at, a, at, a, <laughs> at a flea market and in the present time, because Egypt exists in contem- <laughs> yes. it, it contemporaneously as well. Egypt is still a place. Flea. It's still a place. <laughs> right. So um, that ended up being a lie, fucking obviously, but Phoebe eats it up and she's like, okay, I'm going to help you 
sell this urn really fast. And she goes to Prue's office, like, busts in with this guy, which is, like, pretty disrespectful to just bust into someone's workplace like that. And she's like, hey, like, sell this urn for me, like, really fast. And Prue's like, who's this fucking guy? Yeah. Play. I agree with you in the sense that, like, Prue's being, like, a normal person. Like, what? Why are you (laughs) asking this guy to sell this super quickly? And Prue is asking a lot of these questions to him. He's like, oh, yeah, doesn't matter to you as long as it gets sold. And he's like, yeah, basically. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. And Phoebe is, like, not doing herself any favors because she's like, oh, come on, Prue. I, you can trust him. I trust him. It's, it's messy. Right. And he's like, oh, I picked it up overseas. And Prue's like, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, sure. You picked yeah, it up exactly. overseas. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but I think, like, so we didn't talk about this, but at Quake, while Piper was, like, freezing and unfreezing Doug, which was fucked. Anyway, uh, Prue was kind of talking about Phoebe's relationships and, like, Clay. Right, right. And Piper was like, you're like pretty judgmental and like maybe you should just you know trust your sister to make good decisions for herself yes 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 prue was already reflecting on that and like wanted to give like wanted to throw phoebe a bone almost and so in this moment she went against her better judgment of like you know, this, first of all, this, what this guy is saying is sus oh, hell. are you kidding me? I'd be, two, I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, Clay, I'm not even aching for that Clay Aiken bacon at this point because I know I'm it's not. not even real bacon. <laughs> oh, no, he's Clay Faken. He, oh, yeah. Let's just put it that oh, way. Oh, he Clay Faken. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he's Clay making me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's Clay creating anyway. a problem of his own making. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, so... <laughs> sure, so exactly, exactly. Um, uh, um, so Prue is, like, forgoes the fucking background check and appraisal, like, rushes the process. Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to put this up for auction and then, like, also kind of do the background check concurrently. So, like, it reaches the auction table um, before they get news back about where it's actually from. Yes. And our girl, um, what was her name? Price. Claire. Claire Price. Claire Bear. Claire Bear. She's from the brink. She's from the brink. She knows prices. Um, (laughs) anyways, so when the auction was happening and the urn is like, I don't know, the third or second item up, uh, Madam Price comes up to Prue to be like, hey, just FYI, that urn worth a bunch of motherfucking money. Also, definitely stolen. So Prue eyeballs the perno, like the place cards. She uses her eyeballs to like get out of the situation, basically. She, she eyeballs her way out of the auction. And yeah, this is also when like there's like a really creepy guy who bumps in, quote unquote, to Phoebe and Clay. And it's one of Clay's, oh my God, like, theft so mates. creepy. Super creepy. And I actually, like, I was impressed with the guy's, like, creepy performance. And I literally, like, I actually, like, looked him up. And I was like, oh, interesting. I thought he did a good job of doing a, being a really creepy guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, he seemed like a slime ball. Oh, mad slimy. He he was three times the slime, for sure. Um, Three... <laughs> Maybe like four times. Yeah, slime. which is like a fuck ton of slime. Um, um, that's so much slime. So much slime. Anyways, so this guy <laughs> goes back to uh, Peru because he's already encountered Phoebe and Clay. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna go to this lady to go try and get it sold," and he busts in and is like, "Are you gonna sell it some extra more?" I actually don't know what his like rationale is because he already knows that Peru is gonna sell it. So I guess he's like busting in to make sure she's gonna sell it. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. pops off on Prue to be like, "Oh, it's super cursed." Prue uses her eyeballs to like make it seem like it is cursed and like scare him away, because uh, Prue thinks that she's crazy. But then mm. he, I think that he gets scorpion later on. Yeah. So basically, this Palmer guy, I guess, goes to the airport or something to like confirm his friend's body like yeah there was like a loading dock like, scene where like the hieroglyphic on the the box holding the body of the friend like dematerialized and then reappeared on the urn i don't know man yeah ancient and, egypt um, stuff you know yeah ancient egypt style what can i say <laughs> like yeah everyone's walking like an egyptian over here um so I yeah, the 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 thing the curse like, like it finds him in New York, San Francisco, and um basically like the urn bitch doesn't like catch Palmer at the moment even though she like just stares at him super hard like she could have <laughs> she could have done something about it, but she chooses not to, and anyway, um. Basically, during all of this, like, Prue is having a bad feeling about the urn, and, um, and, like, Piper is saying to her, like, on the phone, like, I think you're just, you're just being super judgmental about this urn because, because, um, you don't think he's good enough for her or something. So you're just, like, judging Phoebe's choice again, and it's, like, your bias, which I felt was, like, you know... Like, I'm surprised Piper was so blind to that, but I guess she's super busy trying to, like, freeze time for Doug and Shelly. Piper (laughs) has her own thing going on. She's taking calls just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Keep working out whatever you guys got going on. I'm very busy. She's also also working tirelessly on the spell to, like, help Doug. So this is the, um... The other element of Piper's, like, kind of C-plot is to help Doug, her co-worker, who's being a pussy who keeps getting nervous every time he sees his ex-girlfriend and breaks plates. She makes a charm for him to give him confidence, and she, like, doubles the charm, so it gives him, like, extra confidence, which we then get a um, Tom Cruise bartender-style scene where Doug is, like, kind of a slut. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it is very Tom Cruise and bartender. Good, good reference. I feel like they reference um, it in the show, no? Do they? Don't they? Okay, maybe they do, and it just slipped my mind. But yeah, like, all the bitches are, like, all the women, excuse me. Oh, you can call um, them bitches. All the it's women. 
I'm not listening to you about what I can and cannot call women, Michael. You're like, oh, your misogyny. Yeah. Your misogyny is your misogyny. And it's also our misogyny, FYI. But continue. <laughs> Anyway, like, they're all about Doug, and Piper, like, Doug is loving the attention, and Piper's like, but what about Shelly? And he's like, why do I give a shit about Shelly when I have, like, dates lined up every day of the Mm -hmm. week for, like, the next month? And Piper is not happy about this, so she, like, goes back to the drawing board with her fucking spell, which I'm like, again, like, who gives a shit? Like, just... Yeah, just fire, dog. Get this guy off out of your fucking life. Yeah. Like, off my screen at yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's going to a lot of trouble where the solution could just be hire somebody else. Uh, right. But she's a sucker for love. She knows the situation. She feels for him. She She's thinking about Leo right now. She doesn't know where Leo is. That's He's true. gone in yeah, some fucking... Yeah, she has to preoccupy. Yeah, she's like, oh, let me fucking unload my feelings on this person because... I... She's a middle child. Come on, give her a break. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, she's a middle child. She's a people pleaser. She's always inserting herself into situations to help people, even though no one gives a yeah. fuck about her and her journey. Aww. We um, care, though. Aww. I care. Yeah, I, I do care. I do care. I do care. Which is why I'm mad that Piper is wasting her time. Like I agree. This. But I anyway, agree. it's a bullshit storyline for Piper. I agree. Um, yes. more onto the so, clay and bacon of it all. Yeah. Um. So basically, like Claire, uh, reveals that like she we get the background check. Uh, like you said, Prue like uh wrangles the the urn from the table in the nickel back of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as it always mm-hmm. is, and um yeah Claire is like this is stolen. Um, and yeah, Palmer brings up the curse and you have to sell this before the curse. Um, and like, again, why is that Prue's problem? Like, this is your fault. (laughs) And anyways, so um, Phoebe, everyone like kind of learns the situation. Prue comes back home. She's like, Hey, Phoebe, your, your man is whack. And... Phoebe is still kind of holding out hope for, like, that Clay will be a good person. And it's, no, like, Clay wouldn't steal something. He told me the truth, and I know him better than that. And Prue was like, I don't think you do. And he's lied to you, obviously, so maybe don't believe him. Anyways, um... Yeah. Phoebe eventually smartens up. Because she's like, oh, you did lie to me several times. And you did know about the urn and yada 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 before that happens though we do get a little check-in with our boy andy trudeau and oh right and an unforeseen asian coroner we haven't seen on our screen as before i liked him no we haven't yeah yeah yeah. he like knew what's up he recognized the scorpion bite instantly because palmer uh you know had a meeting had an encounter with uh with Earn Bitch, who again says you're being punished for your greed, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, literally like it. that. Um, <laughs> you're being punished for your yeah, greed. Yeah, yeah. It might have even yeah, been yeah. worse than what I just did. Uh, <laughs> you're being punished for your greed. It's like all right, 
<laughs> I love how they need, like, instead of having exposition, they just, like, say what her motivation is, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. straight up. You couldn't give me, like, she was a, like, a, like a, a pharaoh on her own right, and her legacy was destroyed by <laughs> the males of her family, and the urn is the only lasting relic of her kingdom, and anyone who steals it, she's like, yo, fuck you, that's my kingdom. Right. That was style. You know Hashepset? Not really. Oh, Hashepset? So Hashepset. Oh, is she like the female pharaoh? She's the female Yeah, pharaoh, who was right? like a hot like bitch in charge. Rec- the records of who were right. destroyed they, like, kind of by her, her like, I think it was like her son and uncle or like her nephew and uncle. Anyways, men ruined it. God damn it. Classic though. Yeah, I would have much preferred that to... Whatever was happening in this, it's like, like, oh, (laughs) yo, stop being a greedy bitch. You gotta die, I guess. Right? Like, I would have preferred, like, you greedy slut. Yeah. You know, something like that. Your pussy's so hungry, it's gonna eat you up, and then their pussy eats them, you know? (laughs) Right. Right, right, right. Like, we get you're being punished, just like... You know, you don't need to say, okay, never mind. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, like you yeah. said, four people wrote this fucking episode and you couldn't come up with anything better than that. Well, actually, I don't know if we said it on screen as this teleplay was by no. Michael Pericone. Teleplay. Uh, Greg Elliott, Chris Levinson, and Zach Estringen. Uh, otherwise known as just Zach Estrin. Um, and the story yeah. was by Javier Grillo Mahua. I think we have, we've established that was the name. Also, Mark's watch. I don't care Marks what his watch. name is. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. They did a terrible job. I don't think we need to remember them. Although, this is the second time we've seen <laughs> Estrogen. Estrin. Estrogen. Is, is the name Zach Estrin? Estrin, yeah. I think he's like one of the... Sh- I think him and Chris Levinson are like one of like the main people behind the show. Oh. Yeah, Estrin. Estrin Because I remember our terrible yeah. joke. That's why... <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, four fucking people wrote this, and that is what we got, you know? And I have to kind of admire that. <laughs> You're right. Like, You're four heads coming together were like, somehow worse than This is going to be the shit, guys. And they were all like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five, bro. Yeah. So, basically, um, oh, I also noticed that, like, Clay kind of looks like if Zac Efron and Army Hammer had a baby. And I have no photographic proof of this at the current, at this current juncture, but I'm just going to put it out there and then you do your own research people. I'm not going to tell you what to think, but you just put it. You get that Venn diagram of Zac Efron and the other person you said (laughs) whose name escapes me. Army Army Hammer, Hammer, the cannibal. The handle, yeah. Uh, Iconic. Arm and Hammer. Unrelated to Arm and Hammer somehow. Yeah, or Arm and Hammer. Uh, yeah, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm, but, yeah, I feel like there's an Armand Hammer, like <laughs> the name Armand. But then there's also Arm and yeah, Hammer. Yeah. Which also Alden Palmer. <laughs> Not a person, but sounds Stop. very similar. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, a person's not real? No. Arnold Palmer? Arnold Palmer could exist. I don't know. Arnold Palmer? Yeah, that sounds like a name. name. (laughs) Um, What did you know? With Clay, though, 
I agree with you in, like, I don't know about your fucking genetic pairing, but he <laughs> is, like, generically handsome. You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he he's just, like, middle-of-the-road good-looking to the point where I can't even remember what he looks like. It's, like, almost indistinguishable. No. Like, yeah. in my head, him and Andy Trudeau are the exact same person. Andy Trudeau looks like a... He looks like if Matthew Perry were, like, smush, like, elongated. Like, if he... Okay, he looks like if... If Matthew Perry and Bert from Ernie and Bert Okay, you're not... Had you're a baby. not wrong. You're not wrong. But do you know <laughs> the guy from Nip Tuck? No. He is, he's an actor in Charmed. He plays Cole in Charmed. Julian McMahon? Joel McMahon? No, not Joel McMahon. (laughs) McMillian? No, Julian McMahon? (laughs) Are you jujuling it, please? I am! Oh, he does look like him. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's cool. We'll get cold in, like, I don't know, season... Um. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're still on season one. <laughs> we're not even, we're um, not even done season so, one. <laughs> we're not even close. <laughs> anyway, so basically, like, if we rush through this, like, Phoebe, like, you know, again, is, like, in denial, but then she reckons with it, and, like, they have a whole, like, She does know, confront him. You're a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does confront him, which I appreciated. Thank God she would have been a, the world's dumbest bitch if she had it. That is it. true. Anyway. Anyways. Um, uh, but then. So, yeah. Andy Trudeau. Andy Trudeau is the only cop in SF right. as shown yet again. <laughs> because he go finds this dead body of Palmer. And that, like, hot, like, Asian quarter guy is like, oh, there's a business he, card in his body. It's Prue. No, 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 and, no. and Andy's like, like oh, let me guess. Is. is it Prue Hallowell's? And he's like, yeah, how do you know? He's like, oh, I had a feeling. Um, And Andy does go over, and they have, like, a whole, like, Andy's trying to get information from Prue, and Prue's like, I have nothing to hide, but also I do. Uh, And then Andy is like, I mean, yeah, classic Prue. And then Andy's like, well, just so you know, even though we're not dating anymore, I still care about you. Uh, And then Prue says, like, okay. Nice. Uh, and then that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you yeah, next time like, someone fucking gets yeah, murdered. Exactly. <laughs> I'll see you fucking next Tuesday, bitch. Anyways. Right. Q, for, I think for whatever circumstance, Clay comes a, comes a knocking, maybe with Phoebe, and the urn bitch comes through. Because there is an eyeball moment. <laughs> it's like eyeball versus urn. Um, and... <laughs> Eyeballs, as we've already established, are not very effective against mummy types because mummies have no eyeballs. And Prue's eyeball magic is right. not... As already established, <laughs> as unsaid in this podcast, but known to us all, like, internally. Exactly. I mean, everyone... It's just, a, it's just It a, just, it makes sense if eyeball types are not very effective against mummy types because they have no eyeballs. They lack yeah, eyeballs. It just it has to be an eye to eye exchange. Connection. Exactly for eyeballs to be effective, 
just normal effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, glasses type. Right. People say... Is, like, eyeball type is super effective <laughs> against glasses type. Right. People don't say an eye for an eye for no reason. They don't say an eye for no eye. Yeah, exactly, because there's already no eye. Like, you bitch, you're just losing an eye. I already have no eye. <laughs> right. And it makes sense somehow. It makes sense somehow. It makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I'm glad we can move on. Um, so, yeah, we got a we got an eyeball versus urn moment. Um, and the urn... Urn yeah, bitch urn moment, bitch though. Mo- yeah. And I like how because the urn bitch moment just, like, slightly jerks herself back and just like, oh, I'm fine. And um, and then they run away. Right, your powers won't work yes, on me. Yes, exactly. And then they run away, and she's like, "I guess more have to die," but like with less expression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she says, "Now there are more of you who will yeah, die." Yeah. <laughs> now there are more of you who will die. <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Ugh. Now there are more of you that will die. Less, less, less emotion, less emotion. Sorry. <clears throat> now there are more of you that will die. where you're like well, huh what did you <laughs> what'd you say, say? there's also, more of us that are <laughs> now there are more of you who will now die there are more of you it's like why die. were you saying now there are more who will die like why are you saying it like that just say i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah, too bitch exactly. like why are you crossing me <laughs> like also <laughs> what i don't get <laughs> it's hard to say it with less feeling than her that's the real challenge I know, maybe she deserves, like, an award for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I don't get is, like, why is Prue defending Clay? Like, Clay stole the urn. This urn bitch is trying to protect the urn. And it's, like, very apparent what is happening. So why are you trying to get involved and, like, use your powers against the urn, bitch? <laughs> the urn bitch. Um, uh. And, um, yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. But they do realize that, like, maybe they come to a realization that, like, maybe they're not meant to protect him. Yeah, which is, that's basically Prue and Piper afterwards. Like, they run away from Urnbitch, um, who she be yearning for the Urnin. You know what I mean? Anyways. Mm, um, yearning and learning and learning. <laughs> no, no, no. She be yearning, but she learning. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Whoa, that was poetic. Anyways. Right. <laughs> anyway, such a universal truth. Um Yeah, it's so anyways, true. um Yeah, because after they're they're like at the at the manor strategizing, they're looking through the book of shadows, how do we kill like a greed demon, what's going on here? And Prue is basically like, yeah, maybe there's nothing in the book because, like, we're not supposed to save him because he deserves what's going to happen to him. And then Piper is also mm-hmm. like, yeah, that guy like, kind of tracks. Uh, yeah. Phoebe, obviously, mm-hmm. is not dead but- for that. And they kind of come to a compromise of sorts of, like, a if Clay does something very selfless, maybe it'll counteract the greed. Right. Yeah, because they somehow clue in. I mean, I guess she says some plainly like, European part of sure. Yeah, she's she's been saying know. greed a lot. Yeah, yeah, like they clued in that, like, maybe, yeah, 
like maybe it's the greed element. So, so Clay, you know, at Buckland's, I think they're at Buckland's at this point. He turns himself in to the guardian lady um, and sacrifices himself to basically be like, don't touch the others. I mean, I don't know if you can call it a sacrifice. No, it was more of like a brought this upon all yeah, of them. It was like it was a, like a in. Like, I'm not even gonna say instinctual reaction. All he did was there was a snake that was gonna come up and bite him and Phoebe, and he put up his arm. One could say to protect Phoebe, and in that instance, he was absolved of all crimes. Right. And yeah, that that works, you know, like the cobra dissipates, the the guardian lady goes away, and so does the urn. They return to oh, the urn goes away too. Present day Egypt, ancient Egypt though, is it ancient? <laughs> I mean, one could argue. One could assume. Uh, that Egypt doesn't actually <laughs> exist currently. <laughs> It only exists anciently. <laughs> only it only exists anciently. You know how time is like a river. Yeah, like, but I'm in denial. <laughs> the thing. Oh, that was a good one. Great callback. We love that. Uh, anyways, to put a to put a ribbon on this episode because uh, Clay gets saved and Phoebe's like, yeah, never talk to me again. Uh, we also learned that Doug and Shelley eventually get together. Yes. Um, like another moment where Doug is being a klutz and, uh, Piper freezes time. Prue helps out by putting like a, uh, ring, a box and a ring underneath it. And then, you know, he ends up proposing to Shelly. Yeah, they kind of, like, um, force-propose him. I think, like, like by time-freezing and eyeball magic, they, like, create this circumstance where they unfreeze time, and now Doug is, like, proposing to Shelly. Mm. Yeah, so there you there you have it. And for all of you who are worried about Doug and <laughs> Shelly, uh, <laughs> you can rest easy now. Yeah. True love does Yeah, exist. they got married and then oh divorced promptly seven years later. Right. Like, so much work to put into a relationship he does not deserve. Yeah, it's true. He didn't you know? do any of that. All the work that, yeah, he didn't put in any of that work. That was them too. But I guess, like... Given how, like, metal, like, troublesome their powers have been and, like, how they've just attracted evil, maybe it feels nice to be able to, like, just use it for something harmless, you know? Yeah, yeah. That would be, like, the more, like, fun parts. Like, I want, like, Charmed is very much, like, yeah, the us against the forces of evil. But we don't get a lot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch just, like, magical hijinks of, like, oh, magic, it's so kooky. Yeah. Um, magic is kooky, though. This episode was pretty fucking Oh, dude, kooky. this was, this was um, like, ooh. <laughs> Kooking across. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, four people coming together to write something that, like, a monkey, like, I, I don't know, like, like, one person, let's say, like, would do a much better job of writing I would an episode hope. like this. This is, like, but classic too many time. ghosts in the kitchen. But also... 
the like it's like um, too many cooks in the kitchen, but you need at least five brains <laughs> to make a pie. You know what I mean? Sure. Is that true? Is that what they, they say? say? About brain pie? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> brain pie. Um, yeah, I feel like if there were fewer, it actually would have ended up better. <laughs> um, it just, I almost, I almost feel like they were struggling with the B plot. Dude, okay. Like, or the C plot. Like, they were trying to figure out how to fill time and they, like, couldn't For figure sure, out. For sure, because, like, like, Guardian. What to do, because it was so random. Guardian Earn and, like, some boyfriend that Phoebe had <laughs> is not enough to take up 45 minutes of an episode. It was very no. messy. It was very messy. Yeah, so they're just, like, desperate to find something. I guess they needed something for Piper to do. Um, which was not very much. Not very much. Um, uh, there's also, like, weird green screen moments of, like, when she freezes the scene. And, like, I know it's, like, 1997, if not 1998. But don't go where you don't need to. You know what I mean? Like, if you can't make it look good, just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it was, it was a mess. Um, but we love a mess. We do And it gives us more to make fun of so we appreciate all of you um i <laughs> forget all of your names george elliott Zach is that someone chris levenstein uh, julio julio guillo yeah mariucci delopio benchengo yeah benchengo <laughs> that sounds right i hope that's not something problematic i just said <laughs> um <laughs> it's entirely possible um, oh, it's a cheese. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> a manchego. Oh, manchego? Yeah, 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 that is a cheese. Okay, so I feel less bad now. <laughs> I was worried I said something I should have Through said. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we thank you all for what you've done. And of course, um, dear listener, I have no idea how many of you are listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I care? I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but I guess thank you for listening and we really appreciate all the support we get, uh, very sporadically from you. You could be giving us more. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, you're not giving us enough. Uh, but you know what you could give us outside of a little bit of a kiss (laughs) on the neck when we go to sleep is a five star review, a five star rating and a positive review. Wherever you find podcasts. But also, please, a little kiss on the neck would be great, too. I would prefer that, personally. I don't want you to kiss me. I don't want a little kiss on the neck when I go to sleep. I mean, I do, but, like, why a little kiss on the neck? It's so comforting. Um, I don't know. I like it. It's like, yeah. It could be on the forehead, too, but I feel like the neck is more intimate. Yeah, yeah, give us a little kiss on the kiss neck, the why neck. don't you? And a five-star review. And a five-star review. review. Like, that could like be Orpheus our metaphorical said. kiss on the yeah. neck. It's like, give us a kiss on the neck by giving us a five-star review wherever you find podcasts. All right. So, um, thank you all. And with all that said and done, uh, stay out. Oh, it's usually until next time. Is that how it goes? Until next time, stay outrageous. I appreciate your confidence. Oh, fucking hell. I said I had my confidence there, right? Yeah. We can just, um, we can just end so, the episode. It's fine. But you didn't say it. <laughs> All right. You ready? So we can't. So we have to start <laughs> okay, again. So 
Yeah, so give us a five-star review, Kiss in the mm-hmm. Neck. And until next time, stay, stay outrageous. outrageous. Kiss in the Neck. Bye. Bye, Duck. Bye, Duck. <laughs> Hi, Jinx.